Welcome world, we're back. It's great to be back. It's another long, long awaited episode of Nerd Candy. So we're back, yay! Yay! So I'm Dolly Marie, I am Nerd Candy, and with me as always is my nerding game guru extraordinaire. Hello, hello. The guy in the chair, aka Edwin. (laughs) (laughs) So I know we've been gone for a while, but we got everything set up, so we should be back on track here every week. I'm going to be probably switching up the days that we're posting, but we're still going to be here every week, no matter what. No matter what. Not even a snowstorm can stop us, unless it cuts the power out. But <laughs> we'll, we'll try <laughs> to make sure we have content for you guys, because there's so much going on, and it's such... A golden age of being a nerd. Oh, yeah. 2019 is just going to be amazing. Amazeballs. Just wanted to say balls. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, gosh. Where do we start? Where do we start, dear? At the beginning. (laughs) Okay. So, there was a mommy and a daddy, and they loved each other very, very much. I don't think they want to hear about the birds and the bees, my love. Oh, okay, not that far in the beginning. Okay. Well, I, I you know, you told me in the beginning. I started. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you could also start with like there once was two particles floating in space and then they collided. And they broke into part and then the gravitational pull and that's how the galaxy was created. You've been watching way too many Marvel movies, honey. <laughs> no, that's Bill Nye's size guy. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Well, since I'm in the goofy mode, we're going to start with what's coming to Blu-ray and streaming next week. Because, you know, every Tuesday, there's always something coming out. Every movie's released on Tuesdays. It's like the industry standard. So next week, we have actually Johnny English Strikes Again. Huh. I didn't know they made another one. I didn't either. (laughs) I thought I saw like a a commercial for it at one point, but I was like, oh my God, Johnny English. I love Mr. Bean. I don't care what his real name is. I know his real name, Rowan Atkins, but he will always be Mr. Bean. And seriously, I mean, the first one was amazing. Johnny English. The second one was was funny. Hilarious. So, I mean, Johnny English strikes again. So I'm sure... It's a must-watch. I'm probably going to like try to stream it when I can because, I mean, who doesn't like a good chuckle here and there? Especially Mr. Bean style. <laughs> oh, the pup fell asleep while we were recording. We have a recording studio pup now. <laughs> Just that everyone should know he's here. He's in the in the room with us if you hear random squeaking or... Jingling, that is that is him. Or munching. We're, we're not going to say the name because we don't want him to wake the beast. <laughs> and speaking of beasts, <laughs> segue, Fantastic Beasts, in where um, the third installation has actually been pushed back. They were supposed to start filming in July, but, you know wisely the production team said they want more time which is a good thing they they said they want more time 
for pre-production to make sure that they deliver a good product. And Warner Brothers actually said yes. Hey, that um, what was it? Crimes of Grindelwald? That mm-hmm. movie was amazing. It was good, but it got mixed reviews from Harry Potter fans all over. So they want to make sure they have more time to make sure that they fall in the lore and they deliver an even more phenomenal movie than that. It was great. I don't know what they're complaining about. <laughs> I was just saying, I loved it. I, I am, it was, I'm on the same boat with you. It was great. It, it probably, I mean, I guess I can understand where some of the Harry Potter um, fans were coming in, especially like when the Ministry of Magic was pretty much, I uh, forgot the name of the spell now, but when they're, they appear at the grounds, you know, they're like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. It's not canon, but they need to understand that this is before Dumbledore put the safety measures in the castle. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to get into, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't running the show at the time. He was no, just he was a teacher. No, he was just a teacher, exactly. So, I mean, it's fun, and I love it, and I love the storytelling. I love all the actors in there. And it's now slated to start um, filming in late autumn, and they're still expecting a 2020 release date. So... That's great, and I'm glad that they're kind of, it seems like maybe Warner Brothers is learning from their past mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Cough, cough. (laughs) Suicide Squad. With rushing their production. (laughs) But, and, and, and everything DC, but maybe they're learning. Maybe, maybe. Fingers crossed. But at the same time, Ezra Miller who is a key character in Fantastic Beast world, is also the Flash. Right. Yes. Yeah, and they had pushed his production of the Flash back in order to make room for the Fantastic Beast. So what does that mean for Flash? Hopefully they go in the right direction with the Flash, and they don't really if throw it in the trash can. Yeah, that direction. Exactly. No, I'm I'm hoping it's where they throw it. They throw it short <laughs> in the trash can. I mean, <laughs> the the actor that's going to be playing as the Flash, he as he's, Ezra Miller. You know, he he's pretty good. I'm just saying, story wise, he's a good actor. I, it's nothing against him at all. No, that's what I'm saying he's a good actor. Just hopefully the guys that are writing the script don't mess it up. Hopefully they take this extra time. Hopefully they learn from Aquaman. I mean, uh, we haven't seen it yet, but it's done a lot better than uh, Batman versus Superman, and you know, and the Justice League. So well, my my whole point is, hopefully, it's just well canned. First of all, I don't want it at all. <laughs> I don't want the movie at all. But hopefully, you know. As a whole, Warner Brothers is actually learning to, you know, listen to your production team. Mm -hmm. They say they need more time to finalize a script, get things going. They need more time to edit. Give your production more More time time, to develop what they need to develop, and you'll get a good product. And that's what it sounds like they're trying to do with Fantastic Beasts. And and they actually said that they're trying to, you know, make sure they're listening to their productions for the bigger productions and not rush them. Because Warner Brothers has a habit of 
they set a release date and everything has to go fall into that release date. You push back. That's fine. I don't care. You still have to meet that release date. So then production gets rushed either in pre or post. And somewhere in the mix, the production gets rushed. And when it gets rushed, you get horrible movies. Yeah, you, you get mistakes. You just get horrible movies because no one's really checking. It's not. It's like you're not getting quality assurance. <laughs> you're just throwing a product at a wall and hoping it sticks. Okay, it's done. Post, 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 post. But but wait, sir. Post, I said. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Buddy the Elf. They they're missing two pages in the end of the book. But you know what? We need to put this mo this uh, book out. We don't want to take any more losses. <laughs> It's that whole like type of mentality, and what happens? You take even bigger losses because it fails. The two last pages are DLC content that you have to pay extra for. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they're taking an EA approach to it. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're doing something, but it's not right. That's all I'm saying, and I'm I'm hearing from the only people I'm actually hearing great reviews of Aquaman are women but most of them I'm not even hearing of like oh it was a great story or this was good I'm hearing oh my god Jason Momoa was so gorgeous in the movie I'm like okay but what about you know Aquaman <laughs> what about the story of Aquaman I understand he's an attractive male just like Gal Gadot is an attractive female doesn't mean either one of them are playing a great version of that character doesn't mean the story of that character is well done because some people I've heard that yes it's fun and it's better than the the turds that were uh, Justice League and Batman vs Superman but it, we still boil down to shiny turd syndrome just because it's a shiny turd doesn't mean it's not a turd so I haven't watched Aquabro yet I'm on the fence of watching it I might just sit down and just put myself through the torture and just watch all <laughs> I mean that's what the I, recent movies you know that's what I did the other day to watch the Justice League movie and I was just like thank God that we didn't pay money to watch it yeah I'm thinking maybe <laughs> we'll do like a special episode where I watch <laughs> like nerd candy watches Wonder Woman nerd candy watches <laughs> reaction videos nerd candy's reaction to Wonder oh Woman. my god my eyes might start bleeding so we might all want to put that on video we're gonna have to put you know <laughs> Uh, what is it? A uh, parental, uh, parental advisory because she's gonna she's gonna be dropping so many f bombs during the movie. It is my favorite. It's my favorite word. So, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be what the beep 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 beep. beep. It's yeah. gonna be hilarious. Yeah, I might just turn into um, what's his name from the Bugs Bunny cartoons? Uh Daffy. No, somebody's saying, what the freaking oh. fracker, fracky, fracker, fracker, freaky, frack. That's all you're going to hear. <laughs> I don't know if I'm be able to get like one cuss word out. It's like it's also be this jumbled up, gargly gook of words. Gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully they learned. And... Oh, there's so much, so much to talk about. <laughs> like, like stuff. I said, we've been gone for a while, and then the, then this week, like it's been like posting, 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 posting. Like so many things was just drop, drop, drop. Like every day, there's been 
literally almost something that's dropped every day. Literally, this whole month, it's all all it's been. It's reveal, 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 reveal. Not even this month. Like, like literally this week. Like it's like holy crap. Like half of the trailers that I want to talk about, like were released this week. Mm-hmm. So. And that's the thing. Not just not just in the in the movie sense, but also in the gaming sense as well. It's just like so much to take in. I know, right? Like, like the whole thing with Bungie. Oh, if you're a gamer and you haven't heard about this, literally, Activision and Bungie split up, finally. Not EA and Activision. And not Bioware. It's Activision and Bungie, which should have happened from the get-go, but thank God it happened now. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, but, you know, Activision is Activision that. Honestly, ever since the split, Activision is being uh, investigated for fraud the same way as EA, because what is it that Activision likes to do a lot? Loot boxes. And I say that that is the worst thing that was ever brought into gaming history. So hopefully now going forward, Bungie will do what they envision, not just for for Destiny, because a lot of people are thinking like, oh, okay, so Destiny is going to be a lot better. Yes, it's going to be a lot better, but they also have another IP that they're, uh, you know, working on in the sideline. So what it is, who knows? But I'm actually kind of excited that now Bungie is free, not only from Activision, but also from Microsoft. It's a full independent uh, studio. So see what happens in the next year or so. Yeah, and then you can start using that ghost I bought you for Christmas more. Oh, hells yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> kind of an interactive ghost. It's pretty freaking cool. It's just that right now, like, Destiny itself, for some reason, it just got stale. Like, the Forsaken DLC, DLC was awesome. Don't get me wrong. The story was great. But then after that, it's just, I don't know. I'm not really I'm not really a big hater of the grind because I love the grind. I, I love, you know, having to work for... They're coming for you. They're coming yeah. for you. <laughs> the, the sirens. FBI. <laughs> <laughs> the sirens driving by. <laughs> but you know, like ever since they uh, updated the game, it's just—it's not. I'm not saying that it's gotten a lot more difficult. It's just a lot more uh, time that you have, more time-consuming to be able to take. You know, be able to acquire certain items in the game, and it just gets to the point where I just get bored. Yeah. You know and. And then now there's so many other games that is that are capturing my attention. It's just like, uh, we'll set this aside for now. Let's see what happens if a new update makes it a little bit more tolerable. Now I'll probably get back to it. Yeah, because they just did a, a, a new recent DLC, didn't they? Yeah, After they did, Forsaken? They did Forsaken, and then now since uh, the annual pass is in full swing, so they got the Forge and stuff like that. But even, even my Wolfpack is saying that it's difficult. Like, the, to be able to go through the forge, you have to go through so many steps to be able to pass it that it's just a pain in the ass. So they're even telling me, dude, don't even bother getting the, the annual pass right now. Just wait it out for a little bit because yeah. I still haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. I mean, and, and for our listeners, if you haven't gotten it yet, you know, maybe maybe you should hold off too and see what, what Bungie does with it because now they're free. Yeah, they're free and they are bringing... They're bringing. They're going to be bringing in a lot more. A battle royale. <laughs> uh, damn. Thank God that they really, you know that that's actually one of the things that Activision was pushing to, I, you know, I to know. Bungie. I know. I just wanted to see the vein you know, in your, your forehead. Just, 
It's like I again, I have nothing against battle royale games. I love PUBG. I hate Fortnite, even though I sometimes get dragged into it to play it, and I get it. My little nephew likes to play it. You know, both of them actually like to play it, and. I have no problem playing with them, but me sitting down by myself or not just by myself, but playing it in general, I can't because PUBG is what started it. Fortnite just card. What do you, what do you think? How do you say it? Car, cartoonized, cartoonized it or something like that. Cartooned. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Pretty much what they came out and said was we started it. No, you didn't. There were other, there were two other companies that were starting off with that. You just copy pasted. I'm obviously that happens with a lot of other stuff. Not just in gaming, but also in movies and a lot, a lot, a lot of other stuff. But mm-hmm. it just got like Fortnite's gotten to the point where it's just like, okay, this has just gone too far. It's or it's ridiculous. I mean, there's people spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars just for skins. I know my nephew does that. It's like I don't even I don't even spend money for silver on Bungie. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, like, people tell me. Like, for Christmas, I didn't know what to get him. I'm, like, I'm like breaking my head to get him. Oh, why don't you get him, like, a gift card for gaming? I'm, like, why? Because he's just going to put it on the stupid Fortnite, and that means nothing. He's not going to remember, oh, yeah, I got that from her for Fortnite. So I'm, like, no. That's why now there's so many. There's 2019 is such a big stage, not just for gaming, but also for movies. Because there's so much awesome stuff that that's going to be coming out. And for you uh, survival horror fans out there, if you guys have heard about the Resident Evil 2 remake, go on to the store, look up for uh, Resident Evil 2 one-shot demo. It's a 30-minute uh, demo of the game. If you're a big fan of the Resident Evil uh, series like myself, it's literally a throwback to Resident Evil 2. And it's amazing. Because, yeah. well, and then and then if you beat the thirty minute demo, don't you get something like a perk for when you so buy the game? Pretty much from what I've read, they no, Capcom was saying that they'll probably throw throw out a bonus for it, but I I won't know until next week. Okay, <laughs> so it's rumored at least. It's rumored, but you know, knowing Capcom, they usually always throw something out there. That's what they did for uh, Monster Hunter. Well, you know, I just want to put that out for our listeners. So if they're going to go listen, they're going to go do it. I mean, that it's a little incentive, too. You beat it, right? Oh, yeah. I I didn't get the chance to beat it on the Xbox because I, I got so sucked into the new graphics and, you know, being able to revisit the RPD um, police station again. You know, just nostalgia all over the place. It's like, oh, my God, I remember when I played this back in you know the PlayStation One, and then now I'm on the Xbox or the PS4, and it's like this, this is amazing. And uh, pretty much, let's just put it this way: I got to the door to the end of the demo, and boom, right there, it just game over. And I was like, oh, I was right there. But I did pass it on the PS4, and it's great. The gunplay has been updated. It's over the shoulder camera, uh, Resident Evil Seven graphics, which is going to be. It's going to be amazing, you know, and it's kind of cool how now the zombies are not. And you only get one shot at it. Yes, that's why it's called one shot, the demo. You only get 30 minutes to play it. And once those 30 minutes are gone, it's not like you can just go back to the main menu and start it. Nope, 30 minutes are gone. That's it. You have to wait until the game comes out. Yeah. Well, I just just wanted to (laughs) put that out there that you get one shot, literally. (laughs) It's called one shot because you get one shot. 
I mean, if you got multiple consoles, if you got a PS4 and an Xbox One, yeah, you can kind of cheat it. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not going to, you know, that's what I did. You can get around the system. Exactly. <laughs> you know. And, we're uh, not going to call it cheating. <laughs> we're just, we're using our minds. <laughs> and for uh, my anime fans out there, uh, we have one a... One Punch! Especially Sorry, One Punch. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't heard about it yet, there's actually a new... Uh, fighting game coming out from Bandai called um damn it what was the name of it again Jumpstart was it no not, not Jumpstart it's called that's all it sounds like me <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go back yeah, yeah Jump Force there we go so Jump Force the, de- the live public demo of Jump Force uh, became, came out live yesterday did you like my anime fighting sounds yes yes okay. you did I mean yes I did <laughs> Um, the live demo came out yesterday. Uh, it's kind of, it's a little tricky because the, the beta, for some reason, they have it, uh, it's a time sensitive beta, but it did change up the time a little bit because they didn't get the results they wanted for, wanted for at the first place. So pretty much today, the demo goes live again at 9 PM till midnight. And then it goes live again tomorrow, 8 AM to 11 AM, just that's going to be the only time for tomorrow. And then on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, for my gamers that are uh, off from work, you got from 12 in the afternoon until 3 in the afternoon to try out the beta. And uh, I tried it yesterday, and it was amazing. There's a wide selection of characters, including Goku, Vegeta, Lalfi. Uh, I mean, there's so many. Let's just say that Fifth of the North stars in there. And it's just amazing because it's, you know, the language is in Japanese. So all you hear is, like, da, 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 da. it's just, I know, just awesome. this was hilarious. So I'm in the other room and all I hear is you giggling. And then I hear the, the I get closer and I hear what's going on. I realize why you're giggling. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fun. It's a very, it's like Super Smash. You know, the buttons are pretty much simple. There's no complicated combos or anything in it. It's just you get a buddy or go online and just, have a brawl with your favorite anime characters because there's so many of them, old and new. And they finally released a date for Days Gone, the zombie horror survivor game for the PS4. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be coming out in April 25th. Hopefully, soon, they uh, come out with a demo. I mean, already PAX South has the demo for it. So hopefully it becomes available for everybody on the PS4. So I'm definitely looking forward for that. Still no, uh, still no date for Death Stranding, which makes my anxiety go off the roof. Because it's been probably, and don't hang me for this, it's been probably maybe three years now since uh, Hideo Kojima announced it. We've seen trailers here and there about it, but still no release date, so... Hopefully they release it for this one, you know, for for this generation, for the PS4, and not just for, uh, not hold it off until the PS5, because there's there's rumors, but I don't really believe it until Sony actually um, comes out with the info. So let's see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, and since you did mention it being Martin Luther King weekend, Glass is number one. Say what? Glass is number one in the box office for Martin Luther King weekend. Um it's right now leading 
the box office, it's up upwards of sixty million already. Wow! And it just came out on Thursday. Yep. So, I mean, we we do a full uh, review on that. That's also good on the page. So, if you want, check out our review. It's full, chock full of spoilers. So, if you, you haven't have watched it warned. yet, <laughs> make sure. I'm going to note it. It's going to say spoilers in there. I normally say yell spoilers like 20 times in the beginning, but I forgot this time. But we did watch it. It was actually really good. Um, and definitely listen to that episode to get more of our, our, our input and feelings on that. But number two right now is Upside, which is the Kevin's, um, <laughs> the Kevin Hart and the Brian Cranston movie. <laughs> Walter White. Yeah, it's actually doing surprisingly well. And it's funny because I didn't even know about that movie till, like, right before it came out. They didn't do a lot of um, promotion for it. Like, they do a lot of his other movies. That one, I, I've, seen, I've not seen as much promotion for that at all. But it's doing really, really well. It's second. It knocked Aqua Bro down to three. Yeah. I mean, what, what was his name? Walter White's? What's his Brian Cranston. There you go. Um, he's been doing very well with movies lately. You know, not just uh, comedies, but also like serious, serious roles. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised that it's doing pretty well in the box office. No, it's doing freaking phenomenal. And speaking of other movies that are phenomenal right now in the box office, if you haven't seen it yet, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, you have to go watch it. Actually, Stephen Amell just tweeted that he took his uh, daughter. To go watch it in 3D, and the, the, the theater he went had shaking sheets seats, and he's like, "She's not gonna be like okay until March, because <laughs> she's already ready for the next Spider Man." Like, I can't wait. Up. I can't wait for Far From Home either. Yeah, but Into the Spider Verse was amazing. It was well done story. I mean, and normally DC has the market locked on like animated. Mm-hmm. But Into the Spider-Verse kind of throws Marvel. It's, it's For me, it's the first, like, amazing Marvel animated movie. Like, I'm not saying that they're bad, but this is, like, the most amazing thing, like, ever. Into the Spidey-Verse was great. They they did very well in uh, doing their homework. Well, then again, it's, you know, affiliated with, Mar- you know, with Marvel. So, you know they're going to do their homework and do their, you know checks and going back into the history of spider-man you know it's just it's just great you know because it's not just i was thinking that the focus was just going to be you know miles morales and uh peter parker but they also brought in you know spider noir and then also i forgot the name of the spider pig spider pig (laughs) yes you know and you got a different peter parker from a different dimension and then you have uh peter parker's daughter from another dimension as well so you got Spider Gwen, and then you got Spider Gwen. Yep. The and one that was his daughter. That was the Asian one, right? Yep. What was her name in that movie? I can, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I forgot her name. <laughs> Spider Ham. <laughs> that was the Spider Pig. Was actually Spider Ham. Spider Ham. There you go. He's Doc Ock in there. That was a surprise. Yes. Doc Ock as a female. That was a nice gender bender right there. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I really did 100% tear up and, like, almost cry with the Stanley. Oh. 
they had a Stanley cameo in there, and it's actually Stanley in the store, like talking to Miles Morales and like giving him advice. And I'm like, oh, it's too soon. I can't deal with this right now. That's like putting salt over the wound. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> tears, the tears were. The emotions were real. They were there. They were there. I was trying so hard not to cry because I'm like, oh, this is too good. But it was a great movie, good pace, good action, good actors. Even like even the you know, spoilers if you haven't seen Kamiko it. Kamiko Glenn. What is it? Kamiko Glenn. There that you was go. her name. Um even the post uh is it the post or yeah, post credits, right? Mm-hmm. That, that was even great. That was even that was funny. I was like, they gotta throw something funny at the end. And once you see, again, spoilers, if you haven't seen it yet, you've been warned. You see Spider-Man 2099 pretty much going back into the 60s, and then they go into the Spider-Man pointing meme. Come on. That's hilarious. Exactly. That was freaking <laughs> awesome. I love that so much. There's there's so much to love about that. But, I mean, as, like you said, we're on the Spidey topic. July 5th, we have Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And then in my birthday month at that, yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm I'm excited about that, and it's it, they've officially confirmed it. They've it's already been said, but everyone has since the preview came out. Everyone's like, oh, it must take place before Infinity War. They said it before, and then they they reconfirmed it recently that no, it comes after Endgame. And if you don't believe us, go back to the trailer. Where Happy's coming in with the check, pause it, and look at the date on the check. It says 2020. February, uh, And it says expires February 1st, 2020. So obviously it's after Infinity War. <laughs> look at that little Easter egg. High five. Oh, I was paying attention to that trailer. It, like There was a whole bunch of other Easter eggs in it. Hence why uh, when we were talking about it earlier, uh, how uh, you had posted on Instagram that it might be the elementals. No, I didn't post it. I sent it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big chance where it could be the elementals or it could be Hydro-Man. Uh, I keep forgetting the name of the other ones because there's there's little Easter eggs in the trailer, especially like when they're in the boat. Uh, they're in the boat in the back of... Uh, I keep forgetting Spider-Man's uh, guy in the chair. <laughs> So pretty much behind him, there's a, like a little, there's a boat stationary, and then on the the name of the boat, it's actually the issue of when Hydra Man first appeared in the Spider-Man comic. So yeah, so they think it's um, Zephyr, with who manipulates air. Yep. Hydron. Yep. Is manipulates water. Magnum manipulates earth, and Hellfire manipulates fire. So they think it's the elementals. They think it's the elementals. That's one theory. That's the main theory that's going on around. But, of Ooh. course, I'm me, and I have my own theory. <laughs> yes. Okay, so hear me out, hear me out. So we know for a fact we have Mysterio. True. And they're going with the Quentin Beck version of Mysterio, uh-huh. who is the original Mysterio. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about Mysterio, he's actually a bad guy. Yes. So he's a villain. He is a former stuntman, sci-fi, um, special effects, 
he worked in that field. He tinkers in robotics and bioengineering and all that stuff. He's a master illusionist, yeah. Yeah. So, my theory is, maybe, it's not the elementals. Maybe he's creating all of this and stepping in to, you know, stop it to make himself look like the good guy. Could be. That's He's actually putting on a theory. good, sh- putting on a show, so the world think that it's him being a superhero when he's actually a villain. That's actually not a bad. That's that's actually a pretty interesting theory. Yeah, I started doing some <laughs> research, and I'm like, you know what? I wonder if they just want us to think of elementals, and then we get in the movie theater, and then it's like, boom, twist in your face. Ha! You thought it was this, but it's not. I mean, Marvel has done that in the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I try to, like, not only think, like, go with the crowd. I like to, like, think a little bit outside of the box to come up with my own theories. And that is my working theory right now, that it's all him. Yeah, because they're, they're, you know, a lot, a lot of other people are saying, like, oh, but, you know, how come Mysterio is not really, you know, fighting against Spider-Man? But then again, if you take a look at the trailer, there's the part where he appears and he tells Peter Parker, you don't want any part in this. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Your theory actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because he's trying to like make himself like like this like mm-hmm. super good guy who pro- you know because that's what he wants. He was a failed actor. Like he was stunt man. He he tried to be an actor and that failed. He didn't do as well as they wanted. He want you know people wanted. So he wasn't really didn't really take off in his career. So he wants that attention. So he creates these. Um, Villains for him to fight, to defeat, to get that attention as being a superhero because he sees all these superheroes getting attention. Mm -hmm. So that's my working theory of what's going to happen in Homecoming. Hey, everybody has to think something different. I I try to think out the box. And if I'm wrong and it is that, you know, it is the elementals fighting against Mysterio. Cool. Because that'll still be awesome. But if I'm right, even more cool. Because that would just make me a super genius on level of Mr. Glass. <laughs> and then obviously you heard it first here in Nerd Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be kind of cool that let's say that the, ele- the elementals are the, um, the main villains in the movie. And at first Mysterio is fighting against them. And then he pretty much is like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to side with them. And then that's where the whole beginnings of Mysterio and Spider-Man, you know, battling it out. That would be pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, even I like to come up with theories. I like to think, <laughs> cause I'm like, okay, we have this time. This is, oh, We only have that teaser trailer. We don't have much to we go on. We don't have much, yes. So what if, you know, like you said, he teams up with Spidey and beats the elementals but then gets upset because Spidey gets too much credit and he doesn't get enough credit. And he's like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to kick your butt because I'm going to show them that I'm better than you. There you go. So, like, there's so many ways this can go. And I'm super excited because I want to see which way it does go. I like coming up with theories. So I've been (laughs) theorizing, thinking, and I have a notebook (laughs) of my theories. So. that's pretty much like the theory that you came with, uh, that you told me about uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. How it's not, um, oh, what's it?
what's his name? It's not Scott Lane, that it's a scroll. Yeah, I, well, that one I didn't come up with, and be honest, I, I heard that one. That would be an interesting theory. Yes. That he's actually a, a no, a Cree. A Cree. Wait. No. No, no a, you're Cree, right. a Cree is what um, Captain Marvel is. The scroll is who they're fighting against. Yeah, that he's one of them in disguise. Mm hmm. And Captain Marvel? Woo! Can't wait for that movie to come out. That one's going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, we watched, we saw the trailer again while we were at um, Glass, and it was like... Just seeing just seeing that they got it right with the helmet is just awesome. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I, I just... I'm a big Captain Marvel fan. I'm still hoping, and I'm crossing my fingers, to see Adam Warlock, but who knows? <laughs> I'm still going to go with that. I'm still going to be bugging about that, because... It's they're they're fighting against Thanos and Adam Warlock. I mean, he was mentioned at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 2. So, yeah, he was. You know, what I mean, hopefully they, you know, he comes out or who knows, maybe in Captain Marvel at the end because it's around that same universe. You know, what I mean, yeah, because, yeah, that would be great. No, because no. It won't be Captain Marvel at the end because she takes place before and he was created after. No, no. Yes, I know. I'm saying like, because you know how Marvel is with always with their. Oh, about another end credit to yeah, bring them in? Yeah, exactly. Okay. A modern end credit. Mm -hmm. I doubt it though because they're going to. Because remember, it's going to be Captain Marvel, then Endgame, then Spider-Man. Yeah, so Captain Marvel. So maybe they, you know, they they'll mention something, or probably just wait it out for the next Guardians movie. We, well, because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking not even that. I'm thinking Captain Marvel is going to the end credits going to have to do with obviously with Endgame mm -hmm. because Captain Marvel comes March eighth. Yes. So that's gonna do. It's gonna set the pace for Endgame. Yeah, because that that's the thing at the end. Fury messages her, so obviously the end card is going to be a more recent because the whole movie takes place in the past. So it's going to be I have to have a recent segue to bring her into um, the end game. True. So probably after end game, maybe that's when they'll do bring him like mention Warlock again. Gotcha. Hopefully, like I said, I've been waiting for this man to come out <laughs> in the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe at that. So I would have loved it if, you know, he would have came out sooner and it's a little literal, you know, toe to toe match between him and Thanos. But beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And right now you're begging too I hard. I'm begging for Adam Warlock. No, but Endgame. Talk about Endgame. Like, I even forgot to write that on my list because there's so much to talk about. Like, I'm ex You know what the most exciting part about Endgame to me is? Um, what's his name coming back? Oh, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye as Ronan. Yes. That looked. When I saw that clip, um, that part of the, the, the teaser, I'm like, <gasps> I think I forgot to breathe. I think you did. <laughs> Because that looks so great. 
And like, it's he he I feel is is very underrated in respect to the other Avengers. Oh yeah. By by like most of the fans of the MCU going on right now, I think he's kind of the most underrated one. So him coming in and being like badass i think we'll finally get him a little bit more respect oh yeah especially as ronin yeah because that's obviously after the accords he pretty much like nope i'm done you know what i mean i want to protect my family but then who knows what happened after the snap exactly you know maybe he you know when the snap you know when the snap happened he lost his family and obviously he wants to avenge his family if you know if it because if it wasn't for that he wouldn't be an avenger and the only human avenger at that well no because scott lane has the suit all he has is the bow and arrow exactly (laughs) all he has is his badassery and an amazingness so like i whatever anybody wants to say he's amazing the end yeah and coming back as ronan he's not going to be He's not going to be that much of a pacifist as he was when he was uh, Hawkeye. He's going to be full on, I'm going to kick your ass if you don't tell me what I want to hear. You know, that's like in the trailer, he was kicking ass. You know, and it's just like, he's 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 done. He's tired. He wants to know where his family is. I mean, that's my guess. <laughs> yeah, And it's a really good guess. I'm going to give you that 100%. That's a really good guess because with all that's going on, like, that's his motivating force is his family. Because mm-hmm. he's so amazing. That's the whole reason why he even signed the Accords. Because he, was, he wasn't thinking about himself. He was thinking about his the safety of his family. Because he knew that if he didn't sign it, he was going to be pretty much a fugitive. Just like Captain America and... Yeah, know, which was what they basically and, said in um, the Ant-Man movie. And in Infinity War. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. And but, Infinity but it's War funny, it was it, yeah. more, I think, more mentioned in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because, oh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, just like him. Like, so two of them were out there. But um, the other thing I wanted to talk about that is not, like, totally superhero, but I'm super excited about, John Wick 3. I mean, come on. He is a superhero at, in, in its own. <laughs> he can kill you with a pencil. <laughs> Kills you with a pincer. <laughs> what what do they call him? The Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. Yeah. The return of the Baba Yaga. The the kill count is supposed to be ridiculous high. <laughs> yes. Like if you thought he killed a lot of people in the first and second movie, like the third movie is supposed to be like a combination of the two. Well, he's going against the continental. It has to be ridiculously high. Well, because it's not just he's going against the continental. The Continental has access to every single assassin. So he's going against basically all assassins all around the world. And he's trying to get out of New York. Because he's not even out of New York yet. Nope. It picks up where the last will be let off. Which a sequel should do. Yes. But this one, like, it almost picks up from what I'm seeing. It picks up almost from the minute yep. he's, where the other he's, one left he's, off. Exactly. Where yeah, he started he's running, running. away. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... Like, he's even counting down because he gave him a grace period. Like, I'm going to give you this much time. But after that time. 
Oh, right. Yes, that's why he was with the medic. He's like, he only has a certain amount of time for And he him, was counting down. Yep. For him to he do had... his job before he gets excommunicated. Yeah. Or excommunicado. Yeah. they say it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, he had a countdown. He's like, because of our relationship, I'm giving you a, a what is it, head start, basically. Head start, yeah. Because. And no one's going to touch him. For that amount of time, and he's sitting there with the doctor, um, patching up the wound from the last movie. And he's counting down. And he's literally counting down. You know, I didn't come to realize that. Now. I didn't realize that until you just mentioned it now. And I was like, yeah. why is he counting down? Yeah. And I was like, there's no way they give him like little patches of time. And then now that you mentioned that, and I, I put, I connected the dots to his wounds from the second one. I was like, oh crap, you have a point there. Exactly. <laughs> and he's running with his pup because that's the most important thing. I mean, as now I am a dog mother, I can, I mean, I understood before, but now I even understand even more the feeling of if someone was to touch my dog, I think I would John Wick them too. <laughs> and I have maybe, lots of pencils. Maybe that's why he's going up against the Continental because, you know, they killed that dog as well. No, because he's just trying to get free. <laughs> They show him running with his dog. Yes, several times. So I'm like, and then just we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna ling off another dog. Okay, <laughs> I my heart can't take it. Hmm. I don't care all the people dying <laughs> killed the dog, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So and the cast, the cast that they have for this one is great. I know Halle Berry. She's back in an action flick, and she looks like she's gonna be kicking ass as well. She, yeah, she looks more badass now than she did in X-Men or um, ugh, the horrible Catwoman movie. <laughs> that shall not be mentioned. Oh, my God. That movie's so bad. <laughs> She's supposed to be like all, it's supposed to be all action-y. It's supposed to be like fighting and kicking butt. And it was so bad. So, so bad. I mean, that that's what shows like the difference of having great fight choreographers and great stunt people working on a production. People don't really look at these people and realize how important they are to filmmaking. There's so much behind the scenes that's so important to making sure these movies get made and get made well. It's not just those stars in front of the camera. It's so much more that goes into it. Hence why I have no respect for Gal Gadot. <laughs> uh. That one comes out May 17th. Which one? Uh, John Wick? John Wick. Can't wait. Yep. 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 Can't. Cannot wait. It looks so... I can't wait for the motorcycle and katana fight scene. Oh my god. Yeah. That on the bridge. Just seeing that. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's just ridiculous. And what I also enjoy and love about uh, the John Wick movies is pretty much the realism and in the gunplay. Because it's not like how uh, some action movies are. Like this one dude is running around with a Beretta, which carries, I think, from uh, around 12 to 15 rounds. And he's just like a whole scene, him just shooting it off. And he's like, oh, like, dude, he shot off, what, 30 rounds? And yet yeah. he still hasn't reloaded. Yeah. Like what I liked about the, the um, 
the chapter three trailer is there's this one part where he's got the AR and he's shooting at it. He, you know, he's out of bullets and he takes the AR and he just chucks it at the other dude. Yeah. He's, like, he's out of bullets. He's like, you know what? I'm out of bullets, but I'm going to hit you with the butt with the gun. You know, it's like, that is awesome. Yeah. It, the, those movies are just so phenomenal from an action standpoint. They're so well made from a movie production standpoint. Like there is, it's so exciting to see good movies. Mm-hmm. And, whoever, yeah. you know, whoever's directing John Wick it, itself, it, it does, has done such a good job when it comes to um, doing it the right way. You know? They, they have a great team on there. Because like mm-hmm. I said, between the stunt coordinators, between the, the firearm consultants, to there's so much that goes into these movies. And, and they found the formula of getting all the right people to make sure it is real as it should be. It is as kick butt as is possible like they're not like on wires doing some crazy Mm-mm. crazy stunts that you're like mm, i don't know if i probably can really do this they're actually doing some like very realistic hand-to-hand combat some i mean i mean like have you i don't i don't know even though it makes keanu reeves like straight up he is a superhero i mean come on he's literally master chief without the armor literally yeah yeah <laughs> the director is chad Stelowski. okay I can't pronounce that last name. It's Chad. But like, it's like <laughs> by Chad. it's like the video that I saw of his uh, weapons training. Oh yeah, the fact that he did that is phenomenal, and he's Keanu Reeves, and he's immortal. But still, <laughs> and he said it himself that he's he he went through the training, not just like you know how some actors do. They do like maybe like a day or two, and then okay, I'm good to go. He was doing it during the whole movie like when they weren't shooting he was you know he was training in the firing range because he said that he wanted to make it look as real as possible especially when he's doing the tactical reloads and you know stuff like that those crazy you know moves that you know um actual uh private military or private security or even uh, special forces do you know make it look as 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 real and believable as possible yeah, I mean, and it's so awesome because you're going to have the triad. You're having the guy from Only the Strong. I love that movie. I haven't seen him in, so in a movie anytime. Like, like, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a movie in a while. I really haven't either. But he's he's in it. You also have, you know, um, the guy who plays Chester Cobblepot in... Um, Really? Yeah, in the Goth- Gotham. In the Gotham series? Yeah, he's going to be in it. We have Lawrence Fishburg. I mean, there's so many amazing people. Ian McShane, again, as the the head of the Continental. You have... this. Is, it's a great cast. It's an awesome cast, yeah. So it's going to be a phenomenal movie. And I know I'm just, like, oozing, like, oh, my God, about it. But it <laughs> is going to be so good. I've become... More and more of a Keanu Reeves fan as he gets older. And it's so funny to think where he started. Right? He started as this little goofy guy. And, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He's goofy surfer guy to now, like, the most badass guy ever. (laughs) Like, John Wick, I'm sorry. John Wick can take on Chuck Norris. Fight me. Oh, yeah. 
fight me. <laughs> he is the modern Chuck Norris. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Because you know how there's all these Chuck Norris jokes? I'm like, I don't know. John Wick might have taken over the mantle. He's a contender. <laughs> oh, not even. There is nobody that can go up against John That Wick. would be an awesome fight. Chuck Norris versus John Wick. Not even a pencil can survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When he's the man referred to as Baba Yaga, the guy that you sent to kill the boogeyman, come on now. Yeah, that's like next level. <laughs> come on now. Chuck Norris is cool and all. Trust me. I love me some Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is to me is like this god type person to me but come on john wick john wick is is um what is it Mar marvel not marvel in dc they don't say god he's another guy oh can't remember right now <laughs> yes but he's a, he's above god <laughs> <laughs> oh lord help us yes please Ugh. And, and you know what I'm just going to end it on, on this note for the future because now we're going to look to the future. The year 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those skits. Oh, I don't think he used to watch those. But Ghostbusters teaser. Oh. Like, literally, it wasn't anything more than just a barn and a breeze and the Acto 1. But I the know. The original Ecto one of that. Yes, 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 and that's the thing. It is confirmed to be Ghostbusters three. It is not a remake, which the other one was a remake. This is a legit reboot of the series, so it's a continuation, and they have all the original cast back. So that's the best part well, of it all. Most, I mean, you can't have the one who died. Oh, didn't they say it was going to be his son that was going to take his place? I don't know. That'd be cool, though. But I'm just saying. So, all the original cast minus one. <laughs> oh, maybe it'd be they, like a they, memorial. Well, they'll be able to do a ghost <laughs> version of him. That would be hilarious. I would not put it past them. But that is what is to come in the future, and I'm excited. This is a Ghostbusters movie we wanted and the Ghostbusters movie we deserve. That we all deserve. Yes. So on that note, follow us, like us, subscribe to us on Facebook and Instagram, on Twitter. I am Nerdcandy underscore. Well, no, I am underscore Nerdcandy on all the social medias. Nerdcandy on Facebook. You follow my gaming guru, Edwin, on Twitch, Twitch and Mixer. Uh, the guy in the chair. Underscore between each word and now a one, one for, for an eye. And before we go, I forgot to mention for you Call of Duty fans out there that want to try out the Blackout Battle Royale, it's uh, free from uh, actually yesterday until the 22nd. So go ahead and do that. I'm definitely going to jump in it just so I can talk as much shit as I can about it. So catch me <laughs> on Twitch and uh, you guys have a good night. Night, night, nerds. Night, night, nerds.